I go hard cuz hey y'all hope you guys are doing good oh my gosh hold on make sure all my streams are up here can y'all see and can y'all hear me welcome everyone y'all know I'm always running behind there's a bunch of kids in the house making noise I had to go downstairs like turn it down I'm about to go live hey y'all hope y'all are doing good yes pretty and pink thank you <laughs> I can't believe how fast this week has gone by. It's already like Thursday. I'm like, this is crazy. Uh, my youngest, his birthday is on Saturday. He's about to be 18. Can y'all believe my baby is going to be 18? My youngest, I'm just like, this is crazy. It is insane. Thank you guys so much. Y'all like the outfit? I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for coming through. So we got a lot to talk about. Y'all have been sending super chats early. Let me read these super chats real quick. I appreciate y'all. Shout out to all the new Discord members. Uh, shout out to my mods, Marky, Marnell, and Rejoice. They've been the one going through all the emails and stuff like that. So we've been able to get everybody in over like the past three days. So shout out to all the new members. Welcome to the family, okay? First rule of Discord, there is no Discord. People keep asking, what is your Discord server? It is private. It is a private server. I only open it like once every few months. So um, the beginning of October was that time. So welcome to everybody who got in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my Barbie shit today. Yes. But um, let me see here. Okay. I am Mandy T. She sent $20. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, Alexis Gonzalez Nuno sent 10 he says, I just wanted to thank you for uplifting my spirit with your wonderful energy and words of wisdom. You are a breath of fresh air in this chaotic world. I will catch the playback later tonight. Oh my gosh, y'all are just so sweet. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm just, I'm grateful. Like y'all come every week. Y'all come in here deep. You know what I'm saying? We have a good time. It's like a family reunion every time I go live. So I just, I appreciate y'all because I be peeping in on other people's live streams and bitch, it be dead. Don't nobody be in there. Don't be no super chat to be a bunch of bots and trolls. We got real people up in this live stream. So shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, let me see here. My girl K Drew, she says, hey, everyone, hit the like button. Let's sip this tea. Yes, y'all, please hit that like button. Uh, shout out to all the new YouTube members. Make sure you guys check out my deep dive videos. They're available. My most recent one is the World War III video. So make sure you guys check that out. Because as you guys know, we all had that huge alert. Everybody's phone went off yesterday. Um, they weren't testing that for their health, honey. Okay? So be very aware that Russia is currently testing a lot of nuclear weapons. And so I think that was part of the reason why, you know, they did that national alert around the U.S., so yeah, just, you know what I'm saying, stay up to par. Um, Bubbles activated, said $49.99, says, hey T, you looking good, girl, I'll catch the playback. Thank you so much, I appreciate you. So there is, hey Brie. So there's a lot to get into today here. So give me just a second. Um, oh, okay, before I get started, okay, can we shout out Rod Wave? Y'all talk all this mess about, oh, um, you know, all these low vibrational rappers and, you know, they go viral. We go in on Blueface from Krishan, child, every two days. But can y'all believe that Rod Wave right now is number one on the Billboard um, 200? So shout out to him. We had to show him some love because let me share my screen real quick here. 
Y'all know I'm a big Rod Wave fan. And he's getting ready to come to the Twin Cities, so I'm going to his concert. I cannot wait, like seriously. Okay. So people keep asking, like when we post, like who is that? He makes really, really good music. And shout out to the one hater in the comments who was like, is he still making that depressing ass shit? I don't think his music is depressing. And the funny thing is, People be like, oh, I can't listen to him. He's depressing. But y'all listen to Juice World. Juice World will live, like, you'll listen to a Juice World album and be ready to, like, you You are contemplating life. You want to pop pills. You want to drink. I don't even drink and smoke. Juice World will take you to a whole nother level. I don't think Rod Wave makes that much depressing music. I think his music is really, really good. And um, that song that he has about calling and checking on your friends, like, that really hit home to me. So I love that song. But anyways, peep this. Rod Wave has spent a second week atop the Billboard 200 chart um, with Nostalgia after dating number one a week ago. So remember all that hype, all that demonic shit that that demonic alley cat, Doja Cat, was doing. Uh, he knocked her off the Billboard. So, I mean, she's still up there, but, you know, he surpassed her without all the antics. So I think this just means that people are wanting more real music you feel me like people want to listen to music with a message they don't want all the theatrics you know what i'm saying shout out to all the you know the wave fans i see the waves florida boy okay so i think people just want like a good solid body of work and um i like his music i think he doesn't get as much notoriety because he's not messy he's not you know on social media acting a fool um he basically keeps to himself and so I, I appreciate celebrities like that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. I cannot wait to go to his concert. So yeah. <laughs> Y'all know I still, I cannot get into Doja Cat's album because just everything that she's been doing, I just can't get into that. For me, it's just way too dark. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to her, you know, for making it as far as she did. So anyways, outside of that here, we're going to go ahead and... um talk about this situation now let me ask y'all this who remembers when i told y'all my story with anthony mackie when i went to tyler perry's party in atlanta put a teacup in the chat if you guys remember me telling you guys about anthony mackie when i first met him and i was super excited because you know i'm team marvel and he played the falcon and we were all at the tyler perry party and i asked him for a picture and he was like no i don't take pictures and then like other people were taking pictures and he was kind of getting mad, like, don't take pictures of me. And okay, good job. Remember that, right? I told y'all this in like 2019. Thank you. Here go all the teacups. Okay. So, I mean, a lot of people thought that, oh, you're over-exaggerating. Some people said I was lying. I never met him. Okay, whatever. Think what you want to think. Well, guess what? He's going viral again for doing what I said he did at this private industry party. So if you guys do not know, Anthony Mackie is currently getting drugged. Well, I'm not going to say drug. He's getting, you know, caught out. The Everybody's 50-50 on it, right? So this is what happened. The other day, like, this lady was with her grandson. And, you know, she had the grandson. He wanted to, you know, take a picture with Anthony Mackie. And Anthony Mackie basically told him no. So we're gonna watch the video really quick here. And I told y'all this is how this man is. You see how like Tigro Domus be saying stuff and then it comes to pass for the public? I said this and folks that I was over-exaggerating and oh, you didn't meet him and okay, all right. So we're gonna go ahead and watch this video really quick of Anthony Mackie um, being mean to a kid. So watch this. Yeah, I don't even think he's being mean, but you know, just refusing to take a picture. 
This is this man's MO. Okay, so let me get this right. You you will not and you cannot. He was like, absolutely not. I told y'all this man is like very full of himself. He does not take pictures with anybody. He only like cameras around him. He's just weird. You know what I'm saying? So after that went viral, people started DMing the grandmother about all these Anthony Mackie stories. Let me see if I can find some of these DMs. <laughs> they were like in the DMs going in on Anthony Mackie. So let's, let me show y'all this, right? So this person says, he's an asshole. He acted like an ass during essence. What he did, that's crazy. The whole New Orleans, no, LOL. We were all up in VIP and somebody asked him for a quick photo. Wasn't crowded, nobody even knew who he was. His response was absolutely not. And then my friend Brandy started going back and forth with him and he just got rude as fuck. I don't know who he thinks he is. <laughs> gagging right now because I told y'all this and you know I don't fan out like I'm not I don't do that but I mean it was an industry event and my thing is everybody was taking pictures with everybody like I remember 2 Chains was there me and him were taking pictures Milo Hampton was there was a bunch of people there so I'm like oh my gosh the Falcon like y'all know I love Marvel movies so and it wasn't even so much him I was trying to get the picture for my kids because we watch Marvel movies and he was just like no I don't take pictures. Okay, all right. So I'm I'm glad now I have been vindicated. I told y'all this man, you know what I'm saying? He just, he has like a weird attitude. And I'm not saying that he owes me or anybody a picture. I'm not saying that because again, if you're, you know, you're a celebrity, you have the right to decline. But what I will say is that people never forget how you make them feel. You know what I'm saying? And it's the way that you can like, say it and do it but he he just comes off like just really arrogant so i'm just not a fan anymore um you know will i watch him if he's in a marvel movie absolutely but i'm not a fan of his like so if i ever run across him again i just know not don't ask him for shit. let him just keep on you know what i'm saying smoking his cigar you know but yeah those anthony mackie stories are true so that's why i said you know he strikes again uh, Winter said, who's she talking about? I'm talking about Anthony Mackie. He played the Falcon. He played the Falcon in all the Marvel movies. He's been in a lot of other movies too, but he's like a black actor who just, he refuses to take pictures with people and he's kind of nasty about it. So I'm glad I've been vindicated. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's not just me, you know, but yeah, he was like that with everybody. And my thing is like, you can't even come off like you're like this super A-lister. Like, yeah, he's a big A-list celebrity, but bitch, I'm not a part of the kitchen staff. I'm not walking around with glasses and shit and serving champagne. I'm in the same party you're in, okay? So I'm somewhat on your level, maybe not all the way there. But yeah, he was just like that with everybody. Like any, even, you know, bigger reality TV show stars that were asking for a picture, he was like, no, I don't do pictures. And just stood there by the bar getting drunk. Like, okay, sir, let me go ahead and see what else I can eat. <laughs> Yes, he was clearance. Thank you. In eight miles. <laughs> I forgot a lot about that. Yeah, he was clearance and his parents have a real good marriage. Yeah, clearance from eight mile. That's, he was in that movie. So, yeah. <laughs> Somebody called him Anthony Wacky. Y'all are a mess. Yeah, that's him. So, 
Yeah, don't approach him for no pictures because you're not going to get no pictures of Anthony. He only wants you to buy, you know what I'm saying, his autographs on, you know, eBay and on the Marvel sites. You know, he's willing to sign that shit as long as you want to cut him a check. Um, that seems like the, that's the only way you can get access to him. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in the Biggie movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's played in quite a few movies. That's what I'm saying. It was like... I, I just assumed he'd be a lot nicer because everybody there was cool. Like, everybody was just kicking it, having a good time. But his attitude was just kind of stank towards everybody. So I'm just cracking and gaggling that now, like, the public is, like, really calling him out because he's been doing this for years. Um, so let me go ahead here. I want to go ahead and get on this story. Let me pull this up real quick here. Give me just a second. Okay, so we got to talk about Jeannie Mai. Okay, so we all know that her and Jeezy, you know, suppose he ran to go file for divorce. Neither one of them has spoken publicly, but um, it's not being reported that she's trying to fight for her marriage, you know, as she should. I don't, I don't think that that's anything bad. You know, if you really want to be married and, you know, you feel like you guys can get over that hump, she should fight for her marriage, right? She had a baby with him and everything. So this is what's currently being reported about the whole um, Jeannie Mai and Jeezy situation. Because if you guys do not know, she has literally deleted all of her social media. Uh, all the videos on her YouTube page, I don't know if she took them down or they're privated, but her Instagram page has been deleted. So she's trying to take herself off of social media. And from what they're saying, it's because Jeezy, he wants a private life. He's not down with all this stuff that she's doing on social media. So let me go ahead and pull up this article really quick of Miss Jeannie Child. So they're saying, we're being told that one of Jeezy's main complaints with his marriage was that the notoriously private rap rapper didn't want Jeannie all over social media posting about their family. Insiders explain Jeezy did not want to be married to a woman like Gabriel Union or Chrissy Teigen who are all over social media every day talking about their family's private issues. He loves Jeannie, but he's not with all that extra stuff she does on social media, the friend added. And you guys remember this video of her and their little beautiful daughter and she's teaching her how to pray and they're talking about his book and stuff like that. So now they're saying that she's trying to change things around as an effort to like save her marriage. And if you guys notice, her page is now gone. She has deleted her social media page and that she's also trying to, um, you know, remove her YouTube videos and stuff like that or, you know, just private them for now. Um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. If she wants to fight for her marriage, she has every right to. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I think also you got to watch giving people an ultimatums, right? When you're in relationships with people, because if you're giving somebody an ultimatum and that's something they love to do, it's going to end up building resentment. And I think she's a social media whore. Just keeping it real, she's, she loves social media, she loves to post, she loves to blog. She wants everybody to know every tidbit of her life, to each its own. Y'all know I'm not like that, I don't like everybody knowing every aspect of my life. You know, I'll share little things here and there, but y'all are not gonna know what I eat for dinner every night, where me and my kids go, what I do, it's just nobody's business. 
but um she tends to post a lot and Jeezy's very private he just does not post himself like that so I can see where that can be a conflict but I think there also has to be some compromise because she also gets paid from social media right so that's kind of like her lifestyle now because she's no longer on the real it was canceled so that's also bad for her hence why she's posting so much on social media and started her YouTube channel so they're gonna find they're gonna have to find like a happy medium because I think if she just removes herself, it's gonna make her miserable, and I don't think that that's gonna make for a happy marriage either. So it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, if that ends up saving the marriage, and if you know Jeezy ends up canceling the divorce because she's wanting to take the step to delete her social media pages, or if he's just like, you know what, I'm over it, I'm cool. You can take this damn bicycle bill for two. I'm moving the fuck on. You know what I mean? So we gotta wait and see what all happens because at the end of the day, they haven't said anything. You know, so it's a bunch of like friends, you know, sending news to the blogs and stuff like that. So who really knows? But um, I feel no way at all about her uh, basically deleting all her stuff. You know, she'll probably eventually be back, if anything. Um, let me go ahead and read some more super chats here. Um, Gigi said, I paid for the Discord. I didn't get in. Did you send an email? Because if you didn't get in, I clearly stated on the post, email us. And all the emails were forwarded. So send an email to me and then we'll get you in manually because for some people, it didn't just let them in. So just email me. Um, let me see here. Shantia, uh, same thing. Oh, you said you're waiting? It's closed right now. If you paid before the deadline, you can get in, send an email. If you're asking to come in, it's currently closed because we're not letting anybody in for the next few months. So if you made a payment already, then just send an email. Uh, let's see here. Suliana, Suliana E, I'm sorry if I said the wrong. She said, my first time ever catching a live. Love from the UK XOXO. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Um, Thea W sent 1999. Thank you, Thea. Thanks for coming through. Red Noir says, hey, T, can I be added to the Discord? Thank you. Y'all gotta, okay, I'm not taking no more Discord. Everything is um, Discord questions or comments. Everything is posted on the YouTube membership page and on Patreon. So all the info's on there. If it didn't let you in there and you paid, send an email and then Marquee and them will manually get you in. All of that was posted and it's still up on the community feed. So just go in there. Um, let me see here. Uh, Munchkin07. Said 999 says, hey T, I'm really feeling down in the dumps, but listening to you helps take my mind off things. I really needed to see you today because it's been really hard. Thank you. Oh, wow. Well, I'm sorry you're having such a hard time, and I hope that this live helps pick you up. I mean, right now we got over 7,000 people in here. The chat is cracking. So I hope this ends up kind of easing your mind, making you feel better. So thank you so much for coming through, and I hope everything starts looking up for you. So thank you. Um, let me see here. Bonita Applebottom sent 999 says, Hey T, I may have to catch the playback because I got my girlfriend hooked. She's stepping out and we have to watch together. Uh, hey, Discord gang, LOL. Thank you so much. Thanks for popping through, sis. Let's see here. Um, hold on. Somebody said, Jeannie. No, she didn't block me. That's not on my... Um, Oh, she must have blocked me to take out. She didn't block me. I don't follow her. 
That's an article for me to take out showing that she deleted her page. Hold on, let me pull it up again. Yeah, I, I don't follow her enough to, for her to, I could care less, even if she did block me. This is on media takeout. Hold on. Yeah, this is an article. So I haven't gone on her page. I'm just reading off of an article. They're saying that her page is deleted. So if it's still up, that's good. Has she posted though? Yeah, there, people were saying that she deleted it. So that's what they're posting today. So she didn't. When was, let me go on there. Maybe she did block me. Let me look, Jeannie Mai. Let me go on Instagram. When was the last time she posted? Let me look her up real quick. Thank you, it's Jeannie. Let me see if it comes up. Give me just a second. Yeah, everybody is still posting the same thing, that they're trying to make it work. They're living in the same household. Trying to find her direct page. Hold on, let me see. Jenny Mai's Instagram. It looks like it's coming up. Oh, no, I'm not blocked on here. So it looks like Media Takeout is lying. But she hasn't posted, though. Let me share my page. Hold on. So her page is still up. I'm not blocked. So she must have blocked Media Takeout because I'm on here. But the last time she posted was three weeks ago. So it looks like she is taking a break from social media, but it looks like her page is still up. But like I said, I think if that's what she's trying to do to save her marriage, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Because at the end of the day, that's their marriage, right? Between the two of them. So if they can make it work for their child, I think that's the best for them. So if it's a situation, like I said, where he doesn't want her continuously posting like all of their family business on the gram or on YouTube, then she's gonna have to fall back from that. But I also think they're gonna have to find a compromise. So that way she doesn't become jaded and feel away about her not being able to post and do what she loves. So it's gonna be interesting, but um, yeah, her page, she didn't block me. So again, like I said, even if she did, bitch and, <laughs> like, okay, I don't follow her, so it doesn't make me any difference. But yeah, her page is still up, but she just hasn't, um, she just hasn't posted. Uh, Rochelle says, T, you look amazing. Um, Thank you. I just have on my webcam, what what filter? It's called a webcam. This isn't, um, this is an Instagram, it's a live. So yeah, just on my webcam. So now let me go ahead and, um, not even webcam, my MacBook camera. So we gotta talk about this whole Jay-Z situation. So if you guys do not know, right, so Jay-Z, I'm saving the freaky shit towards the, towards the end, just because I don't want YouTube to mess with the stream. So right now, Jay-Z is going viral because people are feeling away because Jay-Z is talking. He's telling the story about his cousin and how his cousin wanted $4,800 and Jay-Z basically refused to give it to him. So people have been dragging him for like the past two days on social media. So we're going to go ahead and look at this real quick. 
so like right now, um, Daily Loud, they okay, somebody wrote on social media, they said Jay-Z has $2.5 billion. His cousin asked for 4800 and he said no. To put that into perspective, that'd be the equivalent of somebody who made $50,000 a year being asked to give a dime. So a lot of people feel a way about this Jay-Z interview that he did with Kevin Hart. So we're going to go ahead and listen to that really quick. So let me go ahead and pull it up. Give me just a second here. Okay. So we're going to play this. And then we're going to talk about it. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of mixed on it. I'm kind of mixed on it. All right, here we go. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you'll have people that where you come from, if you behave in a certain manner, that ain't, it's not accustomed to where they are, right? Some people haven't evolved past 16. They still stuck in that place. But you evolve in every year. Mm -hmm. So that may be a threat to them. Subconsciously or consciously, they care back and funny because blah blah blah. You have to navigate that. You have cousins. You got to go home for Thanksgiving and people are talking to you like Kevin Hart, and you going home for solace. You want family. You going home for peace of mind. You going home for peace of mind. You don't give me your cousins. You're not, you're not your cousins in your grandma's living room saying, "Yo, man, I got this. Uh, I got this play. I wanna. You know, if you just give me." You know what I mean? For the eight hundred, I could make you two million. You like it don't work like yeah. that, man. But you gotta explain to him like life isn't like that. All right, so y'all just heard what Jay Z said. So a lot of people feel away. They're like, okay, you know, he's being stingy. He's not looking out for his family. This and that. I I think what he's really trying to say is like basically. He'll look out, but you have to have some type of like business. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have some type of proposal. He wants to know where his money is going. He's not just trying to give somebody $4,800 because as soon as you give them something, they're going to come back and keep asking. They're going to think that, you know what I'm saying, that you have to continue to look out for them. Now, but I do understand what people are saying because they feel like, okay, well, that's just being greedy. What the hell is $4,800 to somebody who's a billionaire? But again, we're not entitled to anybody's money. So that's the thing. Like, and I don't care if he's a billionaire, a thousandaire, or somebody just working a nine to five. Nobody's necessarily entitled to your money. So I think that he'd be willing to help that person if they came up with some type of plan, if he knew that he was investing into like a viable business. But if you're coming at somebody like, oh, I got this hustle and I'm thinking about doing this, people are not going to be as likely to get behind it. Like they might just... At that point, you might as well just ask for the money. You know, one thing I hate is when people ask to borrow money. Like, don't ask to borrow money because at that point, unless you're going to pay it back. And I know a lot of times when people even ask me to borrow money, it's like, don't even ask to borrow. Just ask for the money outright because people don't pay it back. So it's like, if I give anybody anything, I never expect to get it back anyways. Now, people happen to pay me back, then it's like, okay, cool, mental note. This person actually, you know what I'm saying, paid me back. They're solid. That's a good thing. But if I borrow some, I'll say somebody's like, oh, can I borrow $500? If I'm going to give it to that person, you know, if I'm going to borrow it, I just have the expectations and I'm never going to get it back. So I think that's the thing. Like you never loan out, never borrow what you can't afford to lose. He can definitely afford to lose $4,800. But I think he's just trying to make a point that, you know what I'm saying, he doesn't want to give people handouts, that you have to get it your, on your own. And then a lot of times, too, when you're, like, back home with the family, 
You don't want to talk business. You just want to be like with your cousins. You just want to be with your aunts and uncles. You don't want it to be like, oh, that's Hove and he's a billionaire. And, you know, he can like help me buy a franchise restaurant. You know, he can help, you know, uh, spark my mixtape career and all that shit. Like people don't want to be bothered like that. They just want to be around their family. So I think that's another part of it, too, is that when you get around family, you know, it should just be love and, you know, just catching up. I don't want to talk money. I don't want to talk politics. You know, and I'm I'm like that too. Like when I go out with my cousins and stuff, it's like, I don't want to talk about YouTube. I don't want to talk about, you know, the latest celebrity, whatever. Like I do that online. I want to talk about regular stuff, real world stuff, what's going on with y'all. You know, I want us to catch up. So I think that's part of it as well for him, you know, being like big. Like he doesn't want to be around people who are constantly asking for stuff. Let me see here. Um, live from NYC. What's up, live? He says if you can't give if you can't give five thousand on your own, what would make me think that you can turn five thousand into something big? Exactly, I agree with that, and that's the thing. I think at some point in time, you gotta like show and prove. I think a lot of times people have like, you know, dreams, hopes, and aspirations like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. If only I can get the capital. And a lot of times people will be willing to invest, but we got to see that you've already started your business. Like you want me to just hand you $5,000, but you don't even have an LLC. You haven't even trademarked the name. You know, you have like, it's, it's just still in your head yet. You haven't even taken the steps. Like you're not even willing to invest in yourself, but I'm supposed to cut a check. You know, and I think that's where people go wrong. Whereas, like, let's say this person was already somewhat established. Like, let's say they're trying to open up a laundromat, right? And so they got the LLC, they bought the building, but now they just need, like, investment money to go buy the washers and the dryers and stuff like that. Then I think at that point, he'd be more willing to invest. But, yeah, like you said, if you can't even come up with the basics, how are you going to flip this and make me more money, let alone give me back my return? So now I definitely agree with that. He's talking about people like Toya's brother who are entitled because she knows Wayne. I don't watch their show, but um, I remember their first show that they had like years ago. And so I don't know if, it, if that's the same brother, but I know Toya's always had those issues where her brothers feel like they need to put her on because, you know, she was married to little Wayne at one point in time. And that's the same vibe I get from Krishan's family, too is that they're basically trying to use her to get on. And, you know, every time they mention her name, it's about, oh, well, I sing too. I'm a rapper too. And that just gets bothersome. That makes people not want to deal with their family. If every time I'm coming around, you keep telling me about how you want to be a YouTuber. Fuck you keep telling me for Start a channel and go be a YouTuber. Oh, you really don't want to be a YouTuber. You really want me to shout you out and put you on my platform. And, you know what I'm saying, like literally build your platform for you. Like, just keep it real. So that, that's the issue that a lot of people, like, have to deal with. Like, they don't really want to put in the work. They want to write off of what you've done. You know what I'm saying? And it's no different than, like, if you start a business, right? Let's say you're, like, a restaurant person. Like, you own your own restaurant. And your cousin's like, you know, um, I'm interested in starting a franchise as well. And it's like, okay, well, that's cool. Go start a franchise. Like, you know, I have a burger franchise. Go start a chicken shack. Well, they don't really want to. They want to be a part of your franchise. They want, you know what I mean? Like they want to basically piggyback off of like all the work that you've done. And so that gets annoying too. I, I don't like stuff like that because 
My thing is, at the end of the day, you got to have faith in your own self, have faith in your own dreams, and you got to step out and put in work. And then once people see that you're putting in work, that you're, build, that you're building up your own platform, you're building up your own brand, then he'd be more willing to invest. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, like that's like the most annoying thing, especially now, I think, like a few years ago, everybody wasn't trying to do social media, right? People just, you know did their job, whatever. But now everybody wants to be a podcaster. Everybody wants to be on YouTube. Everybody wants to, you know, be Instagram famous. Everybody wants to be on TikTok. And it's like, again, just start a channel, just start a TikTok, just start an Instagram. Like we don't control these sites, but that's not really what they want to do. They really want to piggyback off of what you built and be like, oh, well, I'm your friend or, oh, I'm your cousin. Or can we start doing videos together? No. Absolutely not. My two sippers ain't about to sit here and watch me and you sit on camera together and talk about what? You know what I mean? So that's like that weird energy. It's like if you're going to do something, just do it. Like you don't need a cosign from anybody. Just, you know what I'm saying, make your moves and do it. So I, that's what I got from it for me. I don't even think it's about the money. Like he's probably willing to invest. But if you're not even showing like what your business plans are, what am I going to invest in? At this point, you're just talking. Just say that you want some money. I would respect that. I respect somebody just saying, hey, can you just give me $5,000? Okay. What's the worst I can say is no. But don't sit here and like run all this game and shit. Like, yeah, you know, I'm about to start my own, you know what I'm saying, my own record label. And I'm about to sign the hottest hip-hop artist. Okay, sir. All right. Move along. You know what I mean? You don't even have the LLC yet. You don't even have the record label name yet. So I, I feel them on that. I really do. Um... Let me see here. Hold on, my page just refreshed. Uh, Tiniest Little Kiwi, what's up, sis? Send $10, says, hello from New Jersey. Hope your day is going well. Our weather is crazy. We are getting flooding again. Wow, so the East Coast is still off the chain. Um, this was our last warm weekend up here in Minnesota. So yeah, I was showing out, honey. I was like, I am about to kick it. I had such a good time um, in Minneapolis and everything. So it's starting to get cold again. So child, winter's right around the corner, we can tell. So like it's definitely dropping, but I didn't know y'all was still dealing with like flooding and stuff on the East Coast. So that just sucks. I hope you're doing good though. So thank you. Uh, Kay's Kitchen says, hey T, you always look great, but these last couple streams, you look radiant. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, I'm happy, man. Like. The weight loss journey has kicked in and you know what I'm saying? I lost all the weight I wanted to lose. Actually, I surpassed my weight loss journey. Like I'm 128 pounds, so I feel good, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just using my regular camera now instead of like my big HD camera that was like fucking up the white balance, you know what I mean? So now I don't look so washed, so I'm happy about that. So um, thank you. Somebody said it's really hot in LA. Is that Cali or, or um, Louisiana? I always like forget which is which. Probably Louisiana because you didn't put the dots in there. Yeah, thank you. Um, let's see here. Cameron C sent $50. Says, hey, Auntie, has anyone ever told you that happiness looks amazing on you? 2021 to present has been the worst time of my life, but you played a large role in helping me make it when I think I couldn't. I love you, Auntie. Oh, thank you so much. 
Um, I appreciate that. And yes, I'm a lot happier nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm super, super happy. A lot of things are going really good in my personal life. So, you know what I mean? When you're happy in your personal life, like, you know, you just exude happiness and you don't care about, like, the trolls and all the, you know, the nonsense. So I'm happy that I've been able to, like, you know, make you feel better and, you know, be happy whatever situation you're going through. So I just hope that things continue to work out for you. And thank you so much for coming through. So, yeah, like, even this weekend, they tried to drag me because I was, like, rocking my old-ass Balenciaga bag from 2020. I guess people, I don't know how many times I have to say this. I don't care who y'all cancel. I'm not throwing away anything I bought, okay? The same when y'all cancel Kanye West. Um, not throwing away my Yeezys. They weren't free. I work hard for my money, so I'm not throwing away shit. I'm not throwing away a four-year-old bag. I'm not selling it on eBay. I'm just not going to buy anything new. That is how my cancellation works. You do some bullshit, I won't support you ever again, okay? That's just what it is. Just like the baby. Will I ever go to a the baby concert? Absolutely not, you know what I'm saying? But if Suge comes on, will I dance to it? Absolutely, okay? If R. Kelly's Step in the Name of Love comes on at a damn barbecue, am I going to leave the barbecue? Absolutely not. I'm going to sit on that damn bench and eat my food and buy my head. And they better hope I don't step in the name of damn love, okay? So I'm not doing that. Like, y'all be wanting people to do these fake gestures on social media. And I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not fronting for social media. I'm not about to act like, oh, you know, I, I threw away everything. Everything's in the trash. Absolutely not. A lot of these celebrities and influencers, they be on bullshit. They act like, oh, they're boycotting and they're throwing stuff away. They just don't show y'all on social media because they don't want y'all to drag them. Me, personally, I don't care. They was dragging me all Sunday. I said, well, y'all have fun being mad about me with this purse. I'm going to church. I came back from church. They were still dragging me. But you know what? It's cool because I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care. Like, have fun. But you know what's even more funny about this situation? Because like I said, it's, it's an old bag and it matched my outfit. But remember Kid Rock. I hope y'all kept the same energy for Kid Rock, okay? Remember when Kid Rock was so mad at Bud Light. Remember he had that big ass, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, side off shotgun and shit. And he was like, pow, 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 pow. He was shooting up the Bud Light cans. Remember everybody was Team Kid Rock. Who, who, who? Let Dylan Mulvaney know. Remember the whole internet was cheering on Kid Rock, right? All right, well, I hope y'all was in his comment section dragging him about this. Because you know Kid Rock was recently caught drinking a Bud Light. And this is why I don't believe in, like, hollow gestures. Just keep that shit real. So this was him a few months ago. Let's go ahead and watch this. Let me refresh y'all's memory. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. <laughs> Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. All right. So now let's fast forward literally two weeks ago. Oh, what's this in his hand? Oh, shit. A Bud Light. If y'all don't get off my damn Instagram page dragging me, 
Cause y'all not gonna drag that white man. Y'all not gonna go cuss out Chris. Uh, not Chris. I said Chris Rock. Kid Rock. Okay. So I found that very funny. Like all day Sunday, they were just like going back and forth. I said, well, y'all have fun at it. I'm still not throwing away my four year old bag. So it is what it is. But um, yeah, I just found that whole situation just comical. I was like, really? Did y'all go after Kid Rock? Cause he just. You know, but again, that's why it's like, I don't understand, like, why front and act like you're never gonna, like, ever use something again, or, oh, I'm I'm about to sit here on social media and burn $10,000 worth of Yeezys like that Jewish man did. Like, I'm burning every Yeezy, and I'm sitting here watching this. We talked about this on Instagram, on my old Instagram page. I'm like, so you're burning $10,000 worth of Yeezys as if Kanye didn't get the money already. Like, you're just doing something, you're just doing bullshit to go viral. And where's this man today? I couldn't tell you his Instagram page. Like, okay, you went viral for a minute, and now you got a bunch of burnt up shoes. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You spent $10,000 on a bunch of shoes that you burnt up. Okay, now what? I'm still going to put my Yeezys on and go on a walk after this stream. So it's like, it does not matter. Like, people need to stop, like, trying to front for social media, and then you get caught up like Kid Rock at a concert, and everybody's taking pictures of you drinking a Bud Light, Okay. So I find that whole situation just, you know, funny. But like I said, my thing is when I cancel, I just don't support. I don't buy anything going forward. That is how I cancel. I'm never going to burn something or throw something away that I paid for. That's insane to me. I'm not going to do it. So y'all have fun, you know what I'm saying, burning y'all stuff and throwing y'all's hard-earned money away to prove a point to social media. I'm not getting down like that. So continue dragging me. Be mad that I, you know, still wear Yeezys to go on my walks. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I just find that whole situation funny. I came back from church. I said, damn, they still going back and forth. <laughs> um, let me see here. Rachelle says, that was slick shade for the haters. It's obvious. It's natural. I know you've been on your health journey, my Virgo way of giving you your flowers. Thank you so much. I don't know what the slick shade was, but... Thank you, Rochelle. I appreciate you, sis. Thank you. Um, MB says, hey, T, I learned from you. I learned about you from Troyce, and I really love how old school you keep it. Keep doing your thing, pretty lady, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Yes, man. Shout out to Troyce. You know what I'm saying? He came out here to the Twin Cities um, for my housewarming. So I'm glad that you learned about me from Troyce, and you know you're here. So welcome to the channel. Um, let me see here. Uh, Rasheen Show says, I don't blame Jigga. What would the cousin do if his cousin wasn't Jay-Z? The best way to keep your money is to not give it away. I definitely agree. And that's the thing. You can't ever depend on anybody, you know what I'm saying, for like your hopes and goals and dreams. You got to get it yourself. You got to get out there. You got to hustle. And when you put in enough work, eventually people will see that and they'll support but people thinking like just getting a cosign or just getting some money from somebody that that automatically equates success, that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? Like even like on social media, people always scream, you know, they want a shout out, they want a shout out and stuff like that. But even a shout out, that doesn't mean anything. You still have to be able to make good content that's going to bring people back to watching you. So yeah, somebody can shout you out, but is that going to make people stay and watch you? So it's better to just build things yourself and eventually, you know what I'm saying, you're going to attract the right energy into your business. Now, um, a few people keep saying that the Jay-Z video is old. I don't know and don't care. It's viral. Uh, you know, that this is the age that we live in. Stuff be old from years ago. 
This new generation digs it up on Twitter and then they go on this cancel culture tour. It happens all the time. I've never seen the video because I don't watch Kevin Hart, I don't fool with Kevin Hart. But um, so the video is new to me. But if it's old, thank Shea Butter Twitter because they dug it up. And so now they're trying to like cancel him because of that. I'm just like, whatever. You know, at the end of the day, it's his money. Nobody's entitled to it. But I think if his cousin came with a better uh, business proposal, he'd be willing to, you know what I'm saying, drop him the money. But if you're just asking for it and you're trying to act like you're going to start a business, you're better off just asking for the money. He probably would have just handed him the money as opposed to listening to him run all this game. Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> Somebody said Kevin Hart and his McRib. I haven't seen his McRib lately. Where's she been at? They've been low-key ever since that car accident. Yeah, I haven't seen that McRib in a long time, honey. She needs to come back like the like the McDonald's McRib because I have not seen her. I ain't heard nothing about her. Miss Nico. Somebody said you can't cancel a billionaire. <laughs> no, you know Jay-Z don't care. He ain't think my shape the Twitter child. Um, let me see here. Yeah, what up? Jay-Z needs to be mindful um, what his money is being used for because he's a black billionaire with power and influence. He rapped about a Rico all the time. Yeah, but I mean, there's ways around that. Like you gotta know, um, you know, like I've told you guys before, you know, even when it comes to helping people, like businesses and all that, as you get bigger, you really have to know what you're giving your money to. Like you can't, especially like large sums of money, you can't just hand people money because at this point, if they take that money and they go buy drugs with it and they've been, you know, let's say the feds have been watching them for months and they find out that you gave them money, they can tie you in. So, yeah, I think that's another thing, too, that people don't think about when it comes to like high profile people that they just can't hand over money without like all the T's being crossed and all the I's being dotted. So that's a really, really good point. So thank you for that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. At, uh Adomi sent a 19.99 sticker, so thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, APS says, "Don't mind Jay Z's interview. Every family is raised different." Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I have no issues with what Jay Z said because everybody has, you know, their right to think how they want to think as far as like borrowing family to, you know, borrowing uh, family members' money. Some people are very, very, you know, they like to share. They don't mind. They like to look out for other people. Other people, if you've been burnt over and over again, it kind of makes people jaded. Where, like, they don't trust folks. They're not too quick to, like, you know, hand their money over to people. And then, again, with Jay-Z being so big, like we just said, it might be a situation where he has to know what that family member is really up to. Because RICO charges are no joke. We see the whole YSL crew, you know, they're being taken down one by one based off of RICO charges. So it's that real. Um, hold on, let me see here. Damn, we got 9,000 people in here. How long have I been out here? Okay, almost an hour. We got over 9,000 people in here. Shout out to y'all. Please hit that like button, y'all. Um, so now we got to talk about this sexy red situation. So give me just a moment. Well, I can't pull up the video. Now, I find this really interesting. We're going to look at this article. So... One thing I find very interesting about the Sexy Red debacle, if y'all don't know, her sex tape leaked today, right? And yeah, I watched it, you know what I'm saying? For journalistic purposes, right? 
But um, so this morning, that's what woke me up this morning. Everybody was like tagging me and sending me links. Like, oh, her sex tape is out. I'm like, who's sex tape? Like, Sexy Red. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? So um, what was very interesting, though, before we even get to the sex tape, yesterday she came out and she was basically saying that she wanted Donald Trump back in office. So if you guys didn't see this article, it came out yesterday. Let me share my screen real quick. Okay. So she's basically saying that she wants Donald Trump back in office. As a president, the hood loves him. So she, they were saying here, Sexy Red isn't um, only a fan of Donald Trump, isn't the only fan of Donald Trump. Kodak Black is too. Um, he had pardoned him before he left office in 2020. I'm trying to find it here. Okay, here it is. She says, I like Trump. Yeah, I support him in the hood. At first, I don't think people was fucking with him. They thought he was racist, saying little shit against women. But once he started getting black people out of jail and giving people that free money, Oh, baby, we love Trump. We need him back in office. We need him back because, baby, them checks, <laughs> the stimulus checks. Trump, we miss you. I love Trump. So um, that's what she said. She went viral for that yesterday. And then um, today her sex take leaked. So a lot of people are saying, you know, is it because, you know, the conspiracy theorists, is it because she's shouting out Trump? And so... They broke into her phone and they leaked her sex tape. I don't even think it's that deep that, like, the government would have to break into her phone. Like, that's going, like, a little bit, like, who the fuck is sexy red to, like, the government, right? But I do think it's the dusty dudes that she keeps fucking with. And I've noticed, like, she's posted, like, I don't know if this is the same guy, but I remember, like, last week, she was in bed laid up with some dude. He had on an ankle bracelet. And I'm like, girl, you got all this money. You got all this fame now. You're still choosing to roll around with dusties who are on probation. Like, really? You know, so I, and then there was another, um, I don't know if it was a video or a picture that was taken of her while she was asleep and the guy she was with, he took the picture and posted it. So it seems like this keeps happening to her. So I think at this point in time, she needs to change the caliber of guys that she's dealing with. Like, why are you laid up with these dusty ass dudes who are, you know, who got ankle monitor bracelets on and they're looking for clout and they're looking for fame off of her. So after, um... Her video went viral. This is what she had to say about the situation. So we're going to go ahead and pull this up here. So give me just a second. So basically, she's just really, really embarrassed. She says, I'm so heartbroken. Anybody that know me knows I don't do no goofy shit like that. Heartbroken emoji, crying emoji. So then um, academics was like, I don't think Sexy Red uploaded that herself. Clearly it's a nigga holding her phone and recording. That nigga probably just uploaded that shit to her stories and called it a day. Then he says, Sexy Red gotta stop fucking these broke bums with nothing to lose. How every nigga she fuck with desperately trying to let the world know they smashing her. I love how down to earth she is, but it's about time she leaves these niggas with ankle monitors on in their mama houses where they belong. <laughs> and you know what, honestly, I agree with AK. Like, he's not lying when he says that. Like, the dudes that she's messing with, like, she just needs to move on. I don't, I honestly think from watching the, the video on Twitter, because, you know, Twitter, they, they love to post porn. Um, I don't think she leaked that. 
And the reason why I don't think she leaked it, I know a lot of people are saying that it's on brand with her. She's a freak. Um, the stuff that she raps about, um, she's trash. Who cares? But regardless of what she raps about, consent is consent. And if she didn't ask for her video to be posted on Twitter, that was all the way wrong. Um, but I don't think that she leaked it herself because honestly, um, that was a boring ass sex tape. Let me just keep it real, bitch. I was getting Kim Kardashian vibes, okay? She was just laying there with a bonnet on. <laughs> I'm like, like, I was bored. I'm like, really? And I feel like if she if she filmed it with the purpose of uploading onto the internet, she'd be wilding out more. You know what I'm saying? She'd be like really putting on the dude. It'd be like, it would be a lot more. Like I, I was bored as fuck. I'm like, I'm, you know, like this is some Kim and Ray J shit. Like this is like, this is what everybody's talking about. And then, like, I wasn't impressed by the dude at all. You know, man, I'm going into deal. You know, I'm, I'm watching. I'm taking notes, bitch, okay? Wasn't impressed by the dude. His stroke game was whack. She was just, you know, moaning like, uh, uh. Like, it was like nothing going on. I thought, you know, I'm thinking, okay, sexy red, you know, Tay, y'all don't woke me up. I'm thinking all this shit she be, you know, rapping about, you know, I be doing this and, you know, drinking, you know, she's wild, like her lyrics are just so disgusting, but what have I always told y'all? I be telling y'all, the, the bitches who rap the most ratchet shit, they're all pillow princesses. They're not really doing all that in the bedroom. I've said this many a times, and y'all thought that I'd just be playing, and once again, I've been proven right because she was on some pillow princess shit. I'm like, y'all don't woke me up for this boring ass shit? I thought she was going to be in there, you know what I'm saying, just putting in work. I was not impressed. So I know she didn't leak that shit. I'm like, ain't no way in hell she leaked this dry ass sex. <laughs> I'm like, no, she did not leak this. Y'all no, Hell no. Okay, her hair wasn't done. She had on a bonnet. That's some just roll over in the morning and get some real quick type sex. I'm like, she didn't leak this shit. This dusty ass bandit, he posted that shit on the internet, okay? Because I'm sure if she would have leaked it, she would have did a little bit more than what she did, okay? She's laying there. I'm like, like uh, uh, uh. I was like, what? Girl, if you don't get this shit off my damn timeline, bitch. I see more excitement scrolling down Twitter, okay? When I'm on my Twitter timeline, I be seeing all types of just fucked up shit. And that, you know... But if she wasn't a celebrity, I'd be like, what the hell is this? Like, get this off my block. <laughs> so I'm just keeping it real. I don't know. Were y'all excited about the... I just wasn't impressed. Were y'all impressed? Put a teacup if you were not impressed. If you were not impressed. I wasn't impressed. I thought I was about to see a show. The way she be rapping and all that shit. She be talking her and Suki. I didn't get a show. I'm disappointed. Okay. It's all for journalistic purposes. I don't care. Journalist or not, I want to show. Don't wake me up at 9 a.m. to see this dry-ass sex tape. <laughs> not on the teacup. <laughs> yeah, so I, don't, I really don't think she leaked that. I don't. I got to have her back on this one. I don't think she leaked it. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was going to see more. I wasn't impressed, man. I saw more action from Adam22's wife. You know what I mean? I, I saw more from Lena. Whatever the hell her name is. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. I'm like, damn, this is Kim Kardashian all over again. So yeah, I believe her. I, I, I believe her when she says that she didn't um, leak the sex tape. So I do believe her. I think the dusty bandit she was smashing, he leaked it. Looking for attention. Now, what's funny is that, let me see if I can find this video. Not of the sex tape, of Sherry Shepard. 
She's talking about Sexy Red. So we're going to play this clip really quick of Sherry Shepard talking about Sexy Red, child. Let me share my screen. Hold on. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just heard the lyrics to that. I, <laughs> Pussy pink booty all Oh, my brown. God. I was like, what are these girls talking about nowadays? When you're talking about your booty hole, be sexy to people. You got when, to have her on daytime TV. No, 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 because she's going to be like this auntie. Okay, go on, old lady. What is wrong? When did just getting money and, and get, showing your booty hole to dudes become sexy? So Me, I come from the school of let him imagine something. Don't just come and show him every day. Don't just, when did your booty become like the emphasis now? That's not fair, though, because our generation. Okay, next. Girl, get off my screen. First of all, let me say this, Okay. Now, y'all know how I feel about the Pontine song. It's not like my favorite song. I think the song, you know, it's, it's very vulgar, but I get it. Whatever. We have vulgar songs too, right? Trina, Little Kim, you know, making Sprite cans disappear in her mouth. Sherry, aren't you the same chick who literally sat on national television in front of your white audience and bragged about how many abortions you had? She said she had so many abortions, she couldn't even count them on, one, you know, on, on 10. She lost count. That's how many abortions she had. She was aborting babies, you know, she was using abortions as birth control. So my thing is this, like, like, see, this is why I can't be on The Breakfast Club. Because I would have kind of hit her like, we may not want to go there. She might be talking about her coochie being pink and her booty hole being brown, but bitch, how many babies have you killed having sex? Like, like y'all not ready for that conversation. Who remembers that? I know I'm not the only one who remembers that. When she was talking about all these abortions that she had, I think that's worse than anything Sexy Red has ever said, you know what I'm saying, on her album. Oh, y'all didn't know? Y'all know Auntie don't forget shit, bitch, okay? So I just find it very funny, like, you know, like you over here on The Breakfast Club going in on her, but you were literally bragging about all these abortions. And then don't forget what she did to that baby. Remember, she went and, she went and married another Dusty, uh, who didn't have no money. She just wanted to get married. And they went and had like a surrogate. Y'all remember she had that little boy by surrogacy. And then when her and the husband divorced, she didn't want the baby no more. And wanted her name off the birth certificate. Said the baby didn't have her DNA. She was mad about paying child support. So, Sexy Red, if you need some comebacks, I got you. Okay? I got you. We can write a diss track together on Sherry Shepard. Okay? I don't fool with Sherry because she was, she, I've met her before and she acts very, she's very funny acting so I could care less. But I just thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Pound Town ain't for everybody. I think the song, you know what I'm saying, is hella ratchet. But again, this type of music has been out here. But it's very funny to kind of like be moral about what she's talking about when you've literally bragged about having so many abortions, you've lost count. Like, I'm sorry, like her lyrics... And you bragging about abortions, yeah, not not on the same thing. So let's not act like all of a sudden you're sex negative and, you know, oh, imagination and, you know, being more classy. Girl, not with 10, not with 10 abortions under your belt, sis, okay? I'm just saying. I don't forget shit, bitch. <laughs> Somebody called her Sherry Krishan Shepard. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Y'all are wallet in the chat. They caught her ass, Sherry Krishan 
Shepard, because you know Krishan done had a whole bunch of damn abortions too. Yeah, y'all better Google that shit. That's something like, wait, hold up now. Y'all, you getting on this girl about her lyrics. When you was literally on national television back in like, what was this, like 2008, 2009, bragging about your ratchet shit. Like, girl, bye. But like I said, that's why I'm not on the Breakfast Club hosting, okay? Because I would have had a, like, really? So that bothers you, but not the 10 babies? That bothers you, but not the little boy that you, that you just stopped? You didn't want to adopt no more and be his mom because you was going through a divorce? Okay, sis. <laughs> Somebody said Sherry out here killing everything in her uterus. Right? I swear these folks are a mess. I swear they are. Let me read some more super chats here. Um, JT sent 499 says, Hey T, you look pretty as always. What are your thoughts on Jace Evans running away from Janelle Evans and David Easton's abuse? Oh, I didn't know that happened. Somebody from their lawyer team contacted me. They sent me an email today, but I, shit, I've been busy. I'm like, what? They're like, they were from like Janelle or Jace's lawyer team and they wanted to like talk to me. Cause y'all know I'm a team mom fan. Like I watch team mom, that's my show. I did not know that Jace ran away. I remember when I checked on Janelle, um, maybe like two months ago, she had gotten custody. Like she went viral because she finally got custody of Jace. And I thought she was doing good. Like they were all one big happy family again. I did not know that Jace ran away. Let me look up this story. Cause I did not know that. Hold up. And that's crazy. Cause I got that email today, but I didn't know what was going on. And I said, I was going to follow up, but a child, I'd be busy. That is crazy. Janelle Shassan speculations amid alleged abuse concerning her son. Okay, hold on. We're going to look at this. Jason got so big. Does he have a, like, a, um, I'm trying to see if I can find, like, his Instagram page or something. So this is Jace right here. Let me share my tab real quick. So this is them. Like, this is the last picture I saw. They were like one big happy family. David got his son out there. That's Jace. He's like, I think he's about 14 or 15 now. So what is Janelle saying? She's saying, honestly, I don't know why my own mother is acting the way she is. I feel like she's using the police to falsely report. I'm just trying to make us look bad as a family. There are multiple people involved in this situation and they know the truth and so does God. This isn't about David, whether you want to blame him or not. My mom says a lot of untrue things lately to everyone about me, but wanted me to have custody. Imagine what you don't hear from my side. Okay, I'm going to have to look into this story. Because y'all know, like, this is my show. That is sad if he's running away. So who did they say abused him? Is David putting hands on him or something? What happened to him? I've never trusted David. Didn't David kill that dog back in 2020? The dog was barking and stuff, and he took the dog out and shot him? Because that's why she got fired from the show. Oh, we got 10,000 people in here? That's what's up. Shout out to all 10,000 people in the house. Make sure y'all hit the like button. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
I'm gonna look into it more, JT. I had no idea, but I'm gonna look into it more and find out what's going on with them. So thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, Ransom Place Entertainment says, T, this month is gonna be crazy. We have Friday the 13th and a solar lunar eclipse. Ooh. Okay, well, thank you for the heads up. I didn't know that we was gonna have that this month. So thank you for that. I appreciate you. Uh, Betty Williams and 999 says, Hey T, I'm having a bad day, but seeing your live made my day. Keep being you beautiful. Love you. Love you too. And thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Queen says, sending you love from London. I hope you will do a show here one day. We will show up and show out. We appreciate your hard work. You look amazing. Thank you. I would love to come to London one day, you know, one of these days. You know, I know I have a lot of like tea sippers in the UK, so thank you so much. Um, Alana Walker says, people be on some let's collaborate when they find out you have a successful business. Absolutely. And I honestly, I cannot stand that because I think, I think collaborations should be equally yoked in my personal opinion. Like if you want to collaborate and, you know, work together, it should be a situation where like if we're like cross promoting, you should have just as many fans. Like it shouldn't be like we're, oh, I want to collaborate and you only have like 500 followers. And meanwhile, I have like 100,000 followers that like, that's not equally yoked, you know, and people never think about that. People get upset, but it's like, so how do, how does that benefit me in this situation? You know? So I think like, if you're going to cross promote with somebody, you need to cross promote with somebody that's going to also help elevate you, your business and what you're trying to do as well. So that's just what it is. What flag y'all posting in the chat? Oh, the UK flag. Okay, I see it now. Shout out to the UK. UK's in the house. I know Slate over there and y'all are up with me. Thank you. Uh, DJ Generation said it's Shea Butter X now, huh? Uh, I refuse to call Twitter X, but yeah, you're right. You're, it's technically Shea Butter X, so you're definitely right about that. But I'm still, you know, I still call Shea Butter Twitter, though. But thank you. Um, Kim K sent 999 says, T, pink looks really pretty on you. You look beautiful. I turned 25 yesterday and was looking for you to go live. Everyone I know was at work. Happy uh, belated birthday. Um, well, this is a late birthday present because I'm live today. But I hope you enjoyed your birthday. So happy birthday to you. It is officially Libra season. So I love Libras. Libras are like my favorite sign in the zodiac outside of leos you know leo's number one but libras i love libras you guys are like fair and balanced you guys are good people good energy so um happy belated birthday to you yeah we know it's libra season here come the scales uh mary jane sent five says wow lovely t you look like a black barbie keep doing your thing with your bad self thank you mary jane please i uh, appreciate you thank you for coming through y'all are so sweet Somebody said her new name is Sexy Sex Sex Tape Red now instead of Sexy Red Sex Tape Red. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Um, Faith said we already know her kitty's pink and her booty hole is brown. What more do we need to see or know exactly? Uh, Coco Baby says T is wilding out for journalistic purposes. I had to. 
Because, you know, when you go in, I had high expectations for Sexy Red. Because all this shit her and Suki be talking on their records, you feel me? So I'm thinking, I'm going in, like, I'm about to go see, like, some real shit. Like, I'm about to, you know, see some... Who's my twin that y'all say I always look like? The porn lady? Why is her name escaping me? The one that y'all always say I look like. What is her name? I can't... Jada Fire. So I'm, I'm about to see some Jada Fire shit, right? Child, all I seen was some damn dry-ass bullshit. I'm thinking she on her Jada Fire shit. I, I saw nothing. I was not impressed. So that's how I know she didn't purposely leak that. Like, there's no way. Like, she's in a bonnet. Just looks like, you know, some morning sex. Dude is thirsty, and she needs to stop fucking with dust buckets. Period. Let me see here. I-20 says, exactly, T. Just make those male rappers like Kevin Gates, Blueface, and Tip Drill Nelly talk all that noise about they peen and be drier than the Sahara Desert. Mm. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Uh, Kimmy's Life sent $4.99. She says, T's out here pulling CVS receipts on people. Receipts long as hell. I love it. Sending love from Cali. I appreciate you. Thank you, sis. Uh, Sherry Face sent $4.99. Says, Sherry Dahmer is crazy. Not y'all calling Sherry Shepard Sherry Dahmer. Y'all are wilding in the chat tonight. Y'all are straight up wilding. That is too funny. Can y'all still see me? My frozen. I'm not frozen. My YouTube page, like my YouTube chat just froze up. I'm making sure I'm not frozen. Okay, good. Y'all can still see me. I don't know why the YouTube chat just froze up. Yeah, the whole chat on YouTube froze up, but I'm still like going. All right, y'all. So... Those are really all the stories that we have for the day. Um, the, on, the other thing I was going to hit on was Diddy and this whole thing with Keefe D. So um, let me see if I can find this video of Keefe. I think I have it. Okay. So shout out to Art of Dialogue. Like, y'all know I fuck with him. Um, he did, like, the last interview with Jewel before she died. And it took me, like literally like no lie like almost like two weeks to finally sit down and watch it because i was i was watching all of his jewel interviews when she was going back and forth with the homeboy danny boy and so like to know that was like her last interview and she you know kept it with art of dialogue was so dope so he's like a dope youtube channel he's way better than vlad tv vlad is trash okay and so what i've noticed now with this whole keefy d thing it's like vlad wants like all these props like you know keefy d was on you know, Vlad TV spilling his guts. He did go on to Vlad, you know what I'm saying? But the real tea was on Art of Dialogue. Art of Dialogue was really getting like a lot of information from Keefe. And so I'm going to play just like a small snippet of Keefe D going in on Diddy. And I definitely, like I told y'all, y'all, everybody knows I'm not a fan of P. Diddy, a.k.a. Brother Love, whatever y'all want to call him. Um, but this is um, an interview. Now, it's a longer podcast. But Art of Dialogue, he snipped it yesterday and he titled it, Keefe D Cries Out for Diddy's Help. So the title alone is funny as hell. So I'm just going to play y'all a snippet of him, like basically blasting Diddy for not helping him. So we're going to check this out really quick. Puffy did shine. I just think Puff, you know, he needs to be a stand-up man, man. That dude who sat up there and did that time for you or nothing like that, then you got this man living down there in police, living all fucking bad, man. You seem like you just leave your people for dead, man. Shit wrong, dude. Gene Dill complaining about you. I'm complaining about you. You ain't heard uh, one of my homies from 30s. 
heard he get every quarter he getting clothes, all this shit. Then you gave this other dude some fucking uh, a brand new fucking Benzo or Maybach. Another nigga piece of the record company. God damn, homie. I was on top of the world till I met your motherfucking ass, dude. Shit is wrong, dude. Come on, homie. I need something. Throw, throw a dog a bone or something. Fuck. Shit up there talking about you. Uh, Daddy Love, show us some love. Mr. Love, I'll be watching you, dude. Damn, you ain't said shit or keep you here or nothing. You just, you walk around me like I'm some shit on the ground or something. God damn, dog. You can get in contact with me, man. Nigga, there's ways around that shit, dude. Fuck. What the fuck? Man, you know what I'm saying? There's ways around that, homie. Throw my kids something. Throw somebody kids something. God damn. Daddy love. You ain't no love. That ain't love at all, nigga. That's some bullshit. That ain't cool, dude. You know what I'm saying? I swear, man. Gene Gill, Sean, KPD, just every fucking body, man. God damn. You just leave bad tastes in everybody's mouth, man. Come on, homie. Damn. You forgot where you come from. You know what I'm saying? I know you, I know I'm like some shit on the grass and shit, nigga. You know I was in fucking jail, nigga. You ain't throw a nigga a noodle. Fucking what you call that shit them uh just put the hot water on, man. God damn. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Cause y'all gotta go watch it on his channel But bitch I got my little tiny violin <laughs> Keep me deep Put out the damn tiny violin for Diddy I'm like I know this man Is not sitting here crying on this Podcast about what Diddy needs to do for if you don't get Take your ass to jail Okay you damn killer I was sitting here cracking up like he was really going in on Diddy. So that lets me know now, oh, he about to sing. He about to tell it all. Because what most people been known any damn ways is that Diddy was using the Southside Crips as like bodyguards and security and stuff. And that supposedly Diddy, you know, allegedly put a hit on Pac and he also wanted, like he was willing to give people $10,000 for any like death row necklace that they snatched and stuff like that. And so they're saying that if it wasn't for Diddy putting these bounties on death row members and on Pac, none of this would have escalated, you know? And so I think he's going to really start spilling the tea because they're looking to sentence him to like a lot of years. And so if he ends up getting 20, 30 years or whatever, that's the rest of his life. So I think that he's wanting to take Diddy down with him. So yeah, that, that video had me cracking up, but yeah, uh, a lot of the things that he was saying, like being really comfortable saying, was filmed by Art of Dialogue, okay? Everybody wants to keep saying, oh, Vlad, Vlad, Vlad. Vlad got a few KPD interviews, but it was mainly Art of Dialogue because even the news was posting clips from Art of Dialogue. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all give him his props, period. So, yeah, KPD is a mess. Him sitting here begging and, you know, brother love, you not showing me no type of love. So you already know, like, he feels a way. And that's what I'm saying. Like, do y'all understand now, like, all you kids who were born in the 2000s who keep coming for me because I'm not a fan of Diddy and I keep telling y'all, like, y'all just got here. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, there's a lot of reasons why us older folks, we just don't rock with Diddy. I don't care how many times he changes his name. 
He can be puffy, diddy, brother love. He's still the same, you know what I'm saying, trash ass dude. He's just behind a lot of nonsense in hip hop. You know, outside of the whole Tupac thing, you know, just look at how he's treated his artist. And then what's so funny, okay, for somebody who has not paid a lot of his artists, he's given his son, you know, his own artist's royalties. Y'all remember I talked about what he did to Mace. You know, Mace's royalties are going to Justin. And then remember, he was trying to give everybody their um, supposed royalties back. And I did the video about Aubrey O'Day. And she was telling y'all everything that was in the NDA, that they had to sign an NDA. And he had already sold most of the catalog anyways. So they're only getting pennies on the dollar if they did sign the NDA and, you know, get their royalties back from Diddy. But one of the things that was in the NDA is that they can never say anything bad about Diddy. They can never talk about Justin and they can never talk about Janice Combs because his mother is obviously getting royalties somewhere as well. Because why would her name be randomly in the NDA? So now what's very interesting is that um, y'all know... For years, people thought that Diddy owned Ciroc. You know, y'all swerping down. You know, he was the owner of Ciroc, and he's a billionaire, and he's on the same level as Jay-Z and all this stuff. And then we find out he, he didn't own Ciroc. He's just a high-profile influencer. What he was doing for all these years for the Ciroc brand is no different than what we do here on YouTube. We're like, oh, hey, this is like the best drink ever. Go buy it. Use my code, such and such. So he was just a glorified influencer. Like, let's just keep that real. So now, if y'all do not know, um, Diageo, I always be butchering that name, child. They're saying that Diddy is trying to extort them. So... <laughs> So Diddy's name is out here bad, but between Keefe D, now Diageo's coming out. So let's go ahead. I'm going to read this article. Um, so back in June, Sean Diddy Combs filed a lawsuit against his business partner, uh, Diageo Beverages, accusing them of discriminating against his liquor brands. Um, now they have countersued, and they're accusing Diddy of extortion. Following claims of racial discrimination by Sean Diddy Combs, Diageo has countersued the rapper, alleging that he leveraged allegations of racism to extort the firm. Combs and Diageo announced an equal partnership to buy ultra premium De Leon tequila in 2014. However, in the court filing submitted on Thursday, the 28th of September, uh, they claimed that Combs did not hold up his end of the bargain alleging that the company funneled more than a hundred million dollars into the venture into the venture while combs contributed a thousand dollars and a promissory note damn how am i gonna put up a million and you're giving up a thousand dollars and a promise and an iou note what kind of shit is that all the while demanding for himself the title and benefits of equity ownerships oh no he didn't not the IOU and you want equity ownership. So the countersuit reads, in May 2021, following Diageo's public commitment of $100 million to help the C-19 recovery for the hospitality sector and the underprivileged communities, Mr. Combs demanded that Diageo pay him $100 million and threatened to reach out to every news outlet to burn the house down? and cause maximum damage to Diageo and De Leon's brand by making public accusations of racism if Diageo refused to write the check. 
Oh, snaps! At the bottom, Combs writes, um, baseless allegations are nothing more than a poorly veiled attempt to weaponize public accusations of racism in order to line with Combs' pockets even further, Diageo said. Furthermore, the Spirits Company said that it has paid Combs and his wholly owned companies nearly $1 billion since 2007. While Combs weaponized claims of racism to, exact, to extract even more money from Diageo. Ooh. I believe every word they're saying. Because we all know Diddy is shady as hell. So I believe him. And remember, he was starting this whole racism. Oh, you know, black men aren't getting treated. Black people are not getting, you know, uh, treated fairly in the industry. Remember, he started, that's when he went pro-black in 2020. When everybody, you know, was stuck at home, he was on his pro-black mushmouth shit. Now, remember, he got up on that stage and he was talking about how, like, the Grammys, um, how they're not looking out for artists like him and others, and there's no black Grammy uh, people on the board. And remember, that's when Mace blasted him. Like, you want to sit here and, you know, hold these white folks accountable but you as a black man you still owe me my royalties you still you know i asked you a while back if i give you a hundred thousand can i get my royalties back and you told me no that i have to wait till i'm 50. so he has done all this shady shit and it's coming back to bite him in the ass so i don't feel bad for him so you got keefy d out here you know what i'm saying throwing shots at diddy and now you got the damn you know diageo company throwing shots at him. So I find the whole situation just fucking comical. Like I'm gagging. And it is very true because if you guys remember around that time, he was on a hobo tour. He kept talking about racism and you know how they were treating his drink differently than how they were treating Casamigos, which is owned by, well, you know, co-owned or whatever by George Clooney. And so this whole time we find out he's been paid billions of dollars, well, a billion dollars from what they're saying since 2007 from this same racist company. So isn't it funny that once the checks dry up, all of a sudden there's all these tattoo tears of racism. So I'm, I'm glad they're kind of suing him. Yeah, he's just, he's a trip. He owns, hold on, somebody says something about Biggie's catalog. His kids own Biggie's catalog. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Biggie's kids don't even own Biggie's catalog, which is sad. So right now, word on the street is people are trying to figure out, you know, if with Keefe D being arrested, is he going to spill all the tea, everything he knows, and if everything that he puts out there, is it going to make it where, you know, Puffy can be seen as some type of you know, the accomplice or, you know, somebody who was pulling the strings behind the scenes. Like, can Puffy be charged for anything that Keefe D ends up telling authorities? So it's going to be interesting to see, like, how all this plays out. But I don't know um, if y'all saw the video of Keefe D walking into court. He looked like he was about to tip over. I'm like, okay, now, when you was doing all these podcast interviews... Your ass was walking just fine. I think he's trying to like, he's trying to garner sympathy. Now he's trying to look all old and confused and shit. Isn't it funny when uh, the hammer cracks down, all of a sudden people can't walk straight. He limping and shit. Yes, your honor. Yes, ma'am. You know, so I thought that was like really funny, like watching him like going to court, like trying to make himself like look super old now all of a sudden. Um, another thing uh, 
Suge Knight, they had asked him the other day, TMZ did an interview with him, and they were asking Suge Knight if he was willing to, you know, speak at all on behalf of Keefe D, like, you know, say what he knows, and Suge Knight said no. Can y'all still see me? I feel like the screen froze. Am I frozen at all? I feel like everything is freezing up, but it's saying excellent connection. So let me know if I'm like freezing up. I don't know what's going on here. My screen on my end just went black. So I don't know if like YouTube is bugging. Hold on. Let me see if y'all can still see me. Cause you know, anytime I talk about Diddy, here comes some um, nonsense with my stream. Let me know if y'all can see me, because I'm texting, trying to see. Am I back? Okay, am I back now? It like kicked me off. Oh shit. Diddy and Revolt are fucking with my stream. It like kicked me off. Everything went black. Can y'all see me at all? Everybody said it went black and then like it came back. See, the second we start talking about Diddy and his antics, like everything shut down. But we still got like 10,000 people in here. Okay, looks like it's, it's bringing me back now. Hold on, I can see myself. I can see my chats on StreamYard, but I can't see my chats on um, YouTube. Okay, so y'all can see me? Okay, can y'all hear me? Okay, all right, good, good. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It's like it froze and then everything went black. So we're gonna get out Diddy's ass. Okay, so this is the last thing I'm going to talk about. Y'all come back up in here. So we're going to get off Diddy. Because it's like, I swear, anytime I talk about him or certain people, like, the stream starts acting wonky. And you know, Revolt is on here. So let us let me talk about gunplay. We're going to talk about gunplay, and I'm going to get up off this stream. Um. Okay, good. All right. So if you guys don't know, gunplay's baby mama... She's out here blasting him again, Von Shay. Such a funny day, Von Shay. So she's out here blasting him. Um, so we going we're gonna watch this real quick. I'm not really feeling it, to be honest with you. I think, you know, she's she's doing a lot, but just give me just a second here. Let me pull up. Hold on. Where did it go? Okay, here it is. All right, let me share my screen real quick here. 
Okay, so here goes Vanche, and she's going off about um, her baby daddy gunplay. The reason why my daughter had a heart defect is because of his drug abuse history. Mm. Like, he was the cause of her defect. Y'all could Google this. Anybody who abuses cocaine, ketamine, which he did too, he actually owed you know, ketamine twice, cocaine, ketamine, all those type of things, like, it causes cognitive, like, disorders and dysfunctions and shit like that. So that's why my daughter's heart was fucked up and he took it really hard. And I just wasn't with it. Like I told him once I found out about his history, I was like, look, the moment you start using, I'm out. So I thought giving him that ultimatum was going to like keep him doing well. Clear that shit out the window. Okay, see, someone just said he stopped doing it right before he got with me, but he's been doing that. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'm telling you, I did not know that. I'm just not finding out. And when I did realize he started using, that's when a lot of our fights were starting. I would ask him, like, why are you sniffing like that? He's very yellow, so it's like his nose would be super red. And he'd be using, like, the Afrin little nose spray. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, she's allergies. I believe it, because allergy season now, he was bad. So I was just a dumbass, because I don't know if they're going to air it correctly. But the reason Richard relapsed is because the doctors have told us Child, let me go ahead, get her the fuck up off my screen. Um, first of all, let me go ahead and pull out my tiny violin for her ass too, okay? So got my got my damn violin ready. Okay, dear, near, 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 near. Von Shea, shut the fuck up, okay? Let me say this. Um, it's really trashy for her to even come out and now try and act like she had no idea that Gunplay had all these drug issues. Everybody knew he had drug issues. We've all seen Gunplay do fucking lines of coke on YouTube, okay? No, what it is is you were chasing fame. Like, let, let's keep it real. Like, to now come out and say that you're blaming him and his drug use for your daughter's issues, everybody knew that Gunplay had drug issues. Everybody knew he had substance issues. Matter of fact, that's why he was kicked off of Love & Hip Hop because of all of his drug abuse issues. Then he went to rehab and he got himself together. And so for now, for her to be kind of trying to spin it like she just had no idea and, oh, he's on drugs and it's because of his drug use that my baby's heart is all messed up. No, like you should have thought about that before you got pregnant by him. And that's the problem. Like people be out here trying to chase fame and, and you know, trying to lock folks down and get with them and they're not thinking about the big picture. And that's, and can we have a real conversation here? You know, I had 10,000 people in here. We're down to like 97, uh, 9,700 people. So y'all come on back. But can we have like a real conversation about the fact that so many times people act like anytime a baby has a birth defect that it's always on the woman or, you know, it's what did the woman do or she must have been smoking and drinking while pregnant. But people need to have real conversations about, you know, men who abuse drugs and alcohol that can also affect your sperm and that can also affect your babies your babies can have disabilities and issues and medical issues from sperm as well and i wish people would be realistic about that like everything is always like on women when it can it can happen from both genders so my thing is she should have been smarter like i get it she's young because i i didn't realize she was as young as she was she's like 24. so my thing is one they're, they're like in two totally different places. So that's what he gets, because he's like 43 or some shit. So you're messing with this 24-year-old, and she still has a mentality of a damn 24-year-old. Like she doesn't, you know, as far as book smart, she went to college, she got her degree, 
But as far as like street smarts and common sense, I don't see it. Because my thing is, Von Shea is a beautiful girl. She was in school. She was doing her thing, getting her degree. Why would you get with gunplay? Y'all are not equally yoked. You got with him because you're chasing fame. You wanted attention. You wanted to be attached to his celebrity and Rick Ross and, you know what I'm saying, Maybach music. That's what it was. So now you can't come back and be like, oh my God, he has defective sperm. His sperm is fucked up. You can't come back and do that, sis. Like that, like that, that's trash. Everybody knows that man snorts. He snorts and he practices santaria, okay? Everybody knows that shit. All he does is snort and wear beads. So it's like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? Gunplay's been around forever. So I'm not buying that, oh, I didn't know, and oh my God, his sperm is defective. Oh, what was me? Nah, 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 cut it out. I could see if he was like a, if he was a closet smoker or, you know, like a closeted, you know, snorter. I have watched this dude do lines on YouTube, like, back in the fucking day. Like, just stop. The, the videos are still on YouTube of him on vacation just, just snorting. You know what I mean? Like, girl, stop. So for her to not try and act like she didn't know and, oh, you know, his defective sperm messed up my child. No, you need to bear some responsibility for that. Because you could have had you somebody with some, you know, vibrant sperm, you know, some smart, some smart sperm who went to your damn college. You could have got one of them college kids, you know what I'm saying? One of them good boys who had themselves together who got their degree and stuff. But you chose to run after gunplay. So I don't understand, like, why she's online crying tattoo tears and complaining about his defective sperm. Man, what you want us to do with this information? The baby's here. We want the baby to be healthy and well. But what can we do about the situation? You chose to get with him and have a baby with him. And I feel like at this point, she's clout chasing. Now that they're not together, now she's trying to put out all their, all their dirty laundry. So that way, Mona Scott can pick her up and, you know, be like, okay, well, fine. We won't film a gunplay, but we'll still film with you. And I feel like she's doing this so she can still get, a, uh, like, a spot on Love & Hip Hop. Because I don't understand, like, why you keep putting everything out on the internet. It does not make any sense. It's like, I think it was, like, maybe two weeks ago, she was showing a video of him smashing their TV. Like, just busting their TV in the living room. He was drunk out of his mind. And it's like, why are you putting all this on the internet? If you didn't call the cops on him, if you're not pressing charges, like, you're just doing this right now to get people on your side, you know, so you can continue being on Love & Hip Hop. So, I'm not feeling it. I think she's a beautiful girl. She's young. You know what I'm saying? She definitely deserves better. But can we start taking some personal responsibility as adults for the decisions that we choose to make in our lives? Because it's very easy to just push all the blame on him and say he has defective sperm because he's a cokehead. Then to look in the mirror and be like, well, damn, why was I fucking with a cokehead when I went to college and I got a degree and I'm a pretty girl and I can do better than gunplay? But folks ain't ready for that conversation. So... You know, with that being said, be careful with who you have kids with. You know what I'm saying? Make sure they're as healthy as possible and, you know, they're not taking drugs and, you know, drinking lean and just all that stuff because it does affect men. And we need to stop with these old stereotypes that anytime there's, there's issues with the child that it's only on the woman because sometimes it's on these men. You know, it's on them the way that they're drinking and smoking and popping pills you know, that is causing issues for the fetus as well. It takes two to make a child. So both your DNA, his DNA, good and bad, is going into that child. So people need to be very, very um, aware of that. Somebody says he has unhinged sperm. 
unhinged and powdered with that motherfucker right up there. You know what I'm saying? He, she, he ended up knocking her up, you know? But it's just funny now that that's all she's doing now is, like, going at him. And it's just, like, it's getting old. At this point, it's just giving me that you just want to be on Love & Hip Hop and you're trying to throw him on the bus just to get on Love & Hip Hop. You know, well, to stay on Love & Hip Hop. So I'm, I'm over it because, again, there's nothing we can do about, you know, gunplay and his, and his unhinged powdered sperm. You know what I mean? You chose to get with him. You chose to have a kid with him. So those are the things that you have to think about as young women before you, you're out here having kids with people. You know, not only a man's status and, and money and stuff like that. But is he on drugs? Is he a damn cokehead? Does he just drink lean 24-7? You know, so, yeah, I just find it very funny that she's trying to act like she just had no idea until people on social media let her know about his drug issues. Like, come on, that was a whole storyline. Uh, with the last girl he was with when he first came out loving hip-hop in Miami, she was mad about his drug issues. That's why he broke with his last girlfriend. So for her to act like she has no idea who he was and his backstory, girl, yawn, tiny violin, miss me with the bullshit, sis. Um, let me see here. <laughs> DJ says, protect T at all costs. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm protected. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? God got me. I'm going to keep speaking my truth. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, miss Obsidian Reloaded. Uh, sent 199 says drug abuse and men are usually rooted in sexual trauma. Mm. You never know. You never know. So thank you. Uh, Crystal Lenore. Is that my girl Crystal from um from St. Paul? Hey Crystal. Uh, she says, I am Cracking up the baby violin, lovely T. I love you. You are gorgeous. Jesus, you are teaching us. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. It's always nice to see a familiar face that I know in the real world. Uh, Kiki Spencer sent five. Says, sending an amazing birthday to my sissy and a fan of yours, Natasha Spencer. Love you, T. We love your show. Please keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Kiki. I appreciate you and your sister for supporting me and tuning in once a week. So thank you for coming through. Uh, Shaquaya Richardson says, my daughter sings your theme song. <laughs> like she's singing the Golden Girls theme song, LOL. She's almost two. And she yells, it's the lovely TTV show. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it. People really love my theme song. Somebody told me to make it into like a full song and put it on Spotify or on SoundCloud. Maybe I'll finish writing out the verses. You know, I just wrote it short enough. And then I had um, my singer girl sing it. I love her voice. She's so dope. So maybe I'll make it longer because people have been asking for like a longer version of that. And my song for the green room. Like that, that one is one of my top favorite songs as well. So um, I'm glad y'all like my theme song, honey, because I wanted to feel like when y'all come on my channel, when y'all watch my videos or watch my live streams, you know what I'm saying, that it's just like a show, you know what I mean? So, and theme songs were a big deal in the 90s, so I wanted to kind of have like a 90s vibe, so that's why we went with that, so I appreciate like all the feedback on my theme songs I create. Yeah, yeah, I write a lot of my stuff, I can't sing though, so you know what I mean? So, write it out bounce ideas, you know, and then have uh, the singer perfected. So, yep, that's what I do. I'm glad y'all love it. Yeah, the green, the green team, the green tea room, the call-in show is coming back. Um, the app is almost finished. 
he was working on getting all the gifts in there. So that's the last part of the app. And then we resubmitted it to Apple. It's been approved on Android. Apple has been on some nonsense. So we had to like tweak some things. So I don't want to launch it until the Apple users can get on there as well. But yeah, we're definitely bringing back the green room. Hopefully like this fall, you know, holidays or something, it'll be officially ready to launch the app. Um, but yeah, because I miss the Colin shows. The Colin shows were like really, really dope. And I mean, I could do them here on YouTube and maybe I will until the app is all the way done. Um, I guess we just have to figure out a topic and then, you know, have people call in via StreamYard. So we can always do them again on YouTube as well. So I'll keep y'all posted on that. So y'all, I've been on here uh, for an hour and 40 minutes. So I'm gonna go ahead and get ready to log off. Um, it's already, it's almost seven o'clock, so I gotta get ready to go. Um, hold on, I got another super chat. Um, Mika Mill says, will you be adding your true crime channel? Yes, I'm gonna, I'm working on a new true crime show, um, episode, excuse me. It's gonna be out, it's October. So I'm, I'm gonna have something on true crime tea time. I know y'all have been asking me for like the past three months. Like I said, I had to take a break from true crime cause it was like just mentally draining, but I am coming back. So I'm trying to just figure out like what story I wanna cover, but I love the true crime intro as well. I love that intro, it's so dope. So um, yeah, so stay tuned this month. There will be a new episode of true crime tea time. So I'm just trying to just do my research and figure out what story I want to cover. So that will be out. Um, so thank you for the super chat. Uh, Jatoya says, have you talked about the migrant crisis, crazy stuff? No, not on YouTube. We talk about it on Discord. I've talked about it in there. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane. You know, it's a lot going on. And that's why a lot of people are upset. Like we have, you know, people coming in through the border and everywhere else and then you know the money is being allocated to ukraine which is just insane so yeah it's unfortunate uh amani sent 499 she says my first super chat i always catch your lives um an hour later sending love from philly tell your fam i says um alaikum you are so welcome and thank you so much, sis. I'm glad you're able to catch me live. So thank you for coming through all the way from Philly. Uh, Keisha says, TT, if you do a live call-in show, please, show the, please slow the chat down so the mods can block the haters, LOL. You know what happened last time. No, I didn't really have a whole lot of haters last time. It was just people arguing back and forth because you know, it was like the whole black women versus black man, you know, the whole Ebony K. Williams, DJ Envy situation. So it was mainly people just arguing, you know, I was, I was laughing. Like that whole calling show was crazy. And then y'all were like going in on like people who were calling in. So I was trying to keep a straight face. People were calling people dusties and just, you know, dragging folks. The chat was insane. And honestly, like my chat is not fast. I have it on the slowest speed, but we be having like 10,000 people in here. So it just be flying. But I have it on the slowest speed, to be honest with you. So it's just a lot of people chatting at one time. But yeah, we could do another call-in show. We just got to find a good topic to talk about. And then y'all just call in and we'll go, um, go from there. So you guys, thank y'all for tuning in. It was go it was so good talking to everybody and you know just chopping it up. Um sorry that the stream, you know what I'm saying, you know whoever was fucking with the stream, 
got it shut down for like a quick little two, three minutes, but I got it back up and running. So thank y'all for coming through. I will talk to y'all later. I'm definitely going to have more videos coming this week. And I'm going to look more into that Jace and Janelle situation as well and see what's going on with Jace. So thank you for that tea. So everybody enjoy your night. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye everyone.